and welcome to this week's episode of the DW Podcast. Uh, we're going to be a bit different this week. We are joined by Chris Looms, who is a uh, booker here at King Tut's, where we're sitting just now. How you doing? You right? Thanks very much for coming on. Ah, sorry. Chris was saying before we started filming that he's not done anything like this before, so his chat's going to be brilliant. <laughs> he's been saving it all up for... I <laughs> will see. I suppose, uh, just to start, give us a, a wee bit background about you, Tuts, and, and what you do here? Uh, so I've been working at DF for about a year and a half and I've been booking in Tuts since October last year. So I kind of work with all the local bands, all the stuff that's kind of up and coming out of Scotland and book the shows for them, try and get plans together for them and hopefully develop their careers forward to a place that hopefully they'll sell out Tuts one day, which is the kind of the aim. And then after that, it's kind of keep going the trajectory to bigger and better things. And I suppose like being in a band and being from Scotland, it's like King Tuts is seen as the, the holy grail, isn't it? When yeah, you're... I'd, I'd like to think so. I think it's, there's something really special about this venue. I remember being 15, 16 when I first started going to shows myself and whenever there was a show in Tuts, you'd always be so excited about Because when you come to a show in Tuts as well, you feel like you're at the beginning of something and that you're, you're kind of the, the beginning of that journey for a band and then you kind of follow them through and see see where they go. Sometimes they don't get any bigger, but sometimes they do. And like I always think it's a nice thing being able to say that you were there when they played King Tuts or when they played the smaller venues be- totally. before before they went and did the Barras or the Academy or, or the Hydro. So Aye. It's, it's like making, making your entrance, isn't Aye, it? Aye, totally. Like, and it's, I think like everybody that's into music likes to pretend that they're proper on the cusp. And uh, I feel like it's, it's just part of kind of been into it I suppose eh? totally totally we've had loads of bands on this podcast so far I've seen loads we've only done 12 episodes before this but uh, we've had every band that's come on I've talked about you know the highlight regardless how big they are you know we've had like we had Weezer on when they were playing here we had LaFontaine's father's son and they all talk about like their first time playing yeah. Touch was such a highlight for them yeah and I think it's it's something that I think a lot of bands remember and like last last year after Transmit with the Killers in here they played Touch for the first time Fifteen years ago, or whatever it was, and and they were they came from headline and transmit to fifty thousand people to come in to play to three hundred people in here in the space of half an hour, and it was just mad. And they were when they were sound checking before it, they were walking around the venue like, oh, we remember this and that, and saying that it was smaller than they remembered. And um, I, I think it's I don't think every venue sticks with, with a band, but it seems to be that King Tut's does, and I think it's just a really special place. And what, what do you think? Why is that? Like, it's hard to put your finger on it. Isn't I, th- it? I don't. I I don't even know when. I became aware of King Tut's or I just always remember knowing about it and being really excited about it and it was just this place that you wanted to go and it's I suppose it's the kind of legendary status the same like your CBGBs or, totally. or whatever it is and it's I think it's when you look back at the bands that have came through here you just need to walk up the stairs outside and you see all the, the bands that have, that have been on it been on the stage and then moved on to Obviously, bigger and better things. Bands that have played in here and then gone on to headline Teen the Park or, or Transmit now, and aye, it's amazing. It's and I, I think it's one of those things that bands look out and when they are first coming through, they want to play King Tuts. Like it's not as if we are pitching King Tuts. It's they are pitching King Tuts to their agents, or yep. it's it's the one that like we had Jesse Marlin in a few weeks ago, and it was he's probably must hold the record for playing King Touch the most times but really, yeah. every time he's on tour it's like he could probably have gone and done a bigger venue but he was like no touch I need to play King Touch when of I'm course. in Glasgow and it's uh it's just one of those places for some people that they just they want to be part of it and they want to kind of I suppose it's like if, if you can become part of the history of this venue then 
I think when you walk up the stairs as a as a band or a young band or whatever age you are, you start seeing their names. Like I think as a band, I think as a punter, like I think every single show you've tried to get folk out of the venue to kind of start cleaning up, and there's just a horde of folk trying to get their photos taken in the stairs, and right. it's great. It's and that's what it's all about. It's whose idea was that to put them on the stairs? You know, nah. it's brilliant. It's actually ah, genius. I mean, I can I can't ever remember it not being like that. Um, I'm sure there's somebody that will take the credit, but uh, totally. Aye, it's, it's great and it's like you, you have it in the Barrowlands now and uh, they've got it in the garage in the cat house and Is there lyrics at the Barrows one? Was it Buffy lyrics or something? No, there's there? bands on the Is stairs. Right? I'm sure that maybe I'm getting that wrong. No, but I right, thought you're right, but I, I thought there was Buffy lyrics. There might be, sure aye. Song, or... uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things, it's like it's every venue wants to shout about their history and who's played the venue and totally. um, that's the perfect way to do it because it's the place that when you're walking up those stairs nine times out of ten you're looking at your feet. Aye, so totally. you're seeing, oh, this played or this played or it's great it's what it's it's, uh, I mean like you said there it's different because other venues will be going out to bands and saying will you come and play my venue will you come and play my venue but before we started filming you says like you get hundreds of emails every day people yeah I think it's just it's one of those venues that I suppose is probably on everybody's radar when you're in a band regardless where you're from especially if you're from Scotland I think that when I was a bit younger, when tea break was still a thing, the, and you were starting bands, and you wanted to play King Touch, and you wanted to play Tea in the Park, and you wanted to do tea break, and that was like, you didn't have any ambitions past that. Totally. Sometimes you'd maybe daydream about playing the barras, but aye. it was always King Touch, tea break, and, um, and I think that's still about it. I think that, obviously, we don't do tea break anymore, but there's we do stuff with Tenement Trail now that all the local bands want to be a part of, and it's kind of... Making making these showcase opportunities that hopefully you can start growing and start kind of spreading the word about what's going on. And it's did, did you ever get any emails in and think, oh my god, this band's terrible? How did I go back to never. them? Never. All, all the bands I work with are great. Them. They're all brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like I, I don't think there's. I think like when you're working with bands this early on, I think you'd be stupid to write them off and be like, oh, that's terrible. Like it might not be at that place and time amazing, but you never know. Five six maybe not even that that long down the road they could be doing the barrows the barrows like it's, it's every band starts somewhere and it's about trying to engage that enthusiasm and and try to get them in and be like regardless if they're the best band or the worst band in the world like you never know what they're going to do in the future so it's it's just like making sure that everybody comes in and gets like their equal opportunity and they I like it's like I like as I say I, I don't think that you should ever write someone off. Write someone, especially like I like I know I've worked with bands I have done for years and it's hard. Like it's you've got no money. You, like so somebody could be doing some rubbish demo on their iPhone and sending it to me, and if I listen to that, I go whoa, that's rotten. Or but you know the effort they've put in. It totally, and it's like well, like cool. Let's see, come and let's let's put a show on and see, and see how it goes and. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you can be surprised, you can be like, whoa, like, I didn't expect that, and aye. that happens a lot. Does it? Oh, aye. Like, in, and I think, like, Scotland, at the moment, for me, is such an exciting place to be for, in terms of the stuff that's coming out, there's so many great bands, and I've, there seems to be, like, a proper buzz that it's not even just in Scotland, everyone in London's, like, what's happening in Scotland constantly, we get phone calls, emails all the time in the office, like, folk just been like, right, what should we be listening to, like, and that's like was that would that be from other venues or from record labels or from from publishers labels promoters down south agents like everything that's like i think that when 
we are going through like a really strong period just now. We've got bands like Rascal and the Dunce, Lucia, the Ninth Wave, that are all kind of starting to make a pitch for it all over the UK and some internationally. They've all been to South by and it's kind of managing expectations of people being like, oh, so what's the next thing? You don't want to send something too early and yeah. go, you should listen to this band, this like guy, because I might be really enthusiastic about it, thinking in a year this is going to be amazing. Sure. But if I send that to somebody too early, they'll be like, oh, nah, no, no, the now. Or, you need to know the bands Totally, and like, it, I think that you would be doing a band an, an injustice by sending something too early, or it's it's about making sure that like timing's everything in music. Like sure. things don't happen by accident. I don't think that, like I think that if you're in the right place at the right time, there's a reason why you're there. Sure. And it's making sure that those bands are in that right place. That's kind of what I see my job as. It's like building towards something. Whenever I work with a band, and it doesn't happen always, but like I'm, I would much rather have a sit down with a band than sit and chat over emails and like, what do you want to do? What In two years, where do you see yourselves? Or Some bands don't even think that far ahead. Some bands are just like, we don't take this that seriously. We just want to write tunes and, and, yeah, and have gig. a laugh with our yeah. pals. And it's like, totally, like that's what it's all about as well. The ones that want to, be like in two years, we're going to sell out Tuts, or in two years we're going to be doing St. Lux. How do we get there? And it's like, my, I see my job is guiding them to this is what you should be doing, or this is what my opinion what you should be doing. Like, yeah. I could be talking rubbish. But I, I think but, you're right. I think there's bands out there that just want to have fun with their pals, but the ones that take it serious are the ones that will go to the next level. Yeah. Totally. And, like, and I think that even ones that sometimes you start out as a laugh with your bands, and then you're like, oh, we're actually really, really good. Mm-hmm. And we it's played a show in here in, must have been about two years ago in December, approaching, and we played with the Snuts, and I think it was their first Tuts uh, headline show, and it was sold out, and we were talking to the guy, Jack, the singer, in the backstage room beforehand, and he, he said to me, he's like, we're going to be massive. Aye. He's like, we're, we're, we want to go and do America, we want to do this, and at the time I was thinking, God, man, like, this is your first Tuts show, like, I, I really hope that's true, and now they've got an amazing sign They are one of the most driven Aye. bands. That I was so, like, Taking it back, be thinking. I really hope you do do that. I think there's something really special about that band, and I think that like the thing is that they they've had a vision that there's not like everything they've said they're going to do, they've done. Yep. And it's like, and even stuff they're saying to us just now that Chris Belton in, in our office works with them really closely and has done from the beginning, and yeah. like he's couldn't be prouder of them. And it's like he's always like sometimes they'll say something and he'll be like, oh. I maybe we should do this first, but then like they're always right, and it's <laughs> and it's amazing. Like, um, but it's, that, it, it's not just luck; it's hard work. Why? Oh, and like they they've grafted like yeah. and there's like you can graft and graft, but they're talented boys as well. Like totally. their songs are great. They're hundred percent. Like they've just got that fire in them, and yep. it's kind of nice to see it doing so well and transmit on the main stage. It's going to be such a moment for them. It's going to be amazing. That's class, isn't like, it? Obviously, they did the King Tut stage last year, and it was. Brilliant, like folk are going absolutely mental, but yeah. it's and it was the same. Like Jerry Cinnamon went for he did King Tut stage uh, two years ago at Transbit, and then he did the main stage last year, and now he's uh, he's on under Stormzy. But it's like unbelievable. Isn't ah, it? it's going to be absolutely mental for him. And, and that's like, another guy that I suppose started in here. Totally, you know? and like Jerry's journey's been a bit different. Like Jerry's very grassroots, and he's done everything totally like himself. He's almost, oh, it? totally. But like I think that he's kind of rewritten how you do it and he's proven so fucking many people wrong like that it's like that it's a 
amazing to see that over. It might be different for your side because you aren't necessarily at management of labels or anything, but it's almost like, see what everything people tell me to do, I'm not doing it. It's almost like two fingers up to the system, isn't it? And Aye, but then that, like, it's rock and roll, isn't it? Aye, like in totally. like gang, like when you've got somebody like Jerry, like they don't come along very often. Yeah, it's like a proper special talent that it, it's galvanised a nation. He's galvanised the country now, and like with the world next, like because it was very much like I've done Scotland. Well, I trans people were saying, "Will he translate to English Aye. crowds?" And then you see him. Is it, it's like I, I think it's totally. It's really similar to to the Arctic Monkeys. Like he's engaged the working class in something that yep. like whether they're big into music or they're no big into music is that everybody is listening to it and just going this is brilliant and yep. it's what he's writing about everybody's done <laughs> it's relatable it's like totally. oh, going out and drinking with your pals in the streets or in golf courses or like you've done that and yep. it's like that's it's like the Arctic Monkeys first record was the same and it was like you listen to that record and you can you can put yourself in those songs totally. and I think that's what you do with Jerry's Jerry's songs you listen to those songs and you're like aye I was there yeah, and it's great. That's like, brilliant, eh? Is there any bands that you know you've seen come through here and you thought they're going to be massive and they've proven you right, or there's others in the coming? I mean, like, I've, I've, I've not been doing, I've not been doing this since October. So, the kind of the stuff that I'm working with, there's loads of bands I'm really excited about. Like, um, there's an electronic band from Edinburgh that put their first single out uh, called Maranta, who I think are amazing. And um, we had them in here last month supporting Methyl Ethyl. And it was just like they put one single out and I heard it and it's like I listen to it all the time. Like I'm just like obsessed with it. I think it's amazing. Yeah. And I was like, I really hope the live show's great and they've got other tunes and like the whole it was like hot chip, it was brilliant. Brilliant, eh? It was just the two of them and that's really, really good. Um I think like Johnny and Jokey have got an amazing thing going in the Priory that they've totally like there's all ten to twenty bands coming out of there just now that are all just absolutely ripping amazing, it. Like the Vanities and Pleasure Heads and the Dunts and Rascal and who are a bit further along and like Baby Strange, obviously, which is like that. that those are the bands. They, they, they're they're all they? they're all looking up to that. But um, I love Pleasurehead. So I think they're pro proper proper amazing. Um, Shred. Um, there's a girl Hannah Slaven, who she's from Glasgow, but she lives in Leeds. She's studying down there. Super 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 poppy. But I think she's amazing. She put a, she did a couple of singles out. She put a single out a couple of weeks ago called "I'm a Mess" and it's brilliant. Right, I've it's, not heard it, no. Um, she's on Summer Nights, she's supporting Tamsin. Tamsin's amazing as well, she's from up in Inverness. And I guess it's kind of nice to see that it's, it doesn't seem to be just contained in Glasgow. I think maybe two years ago, everything was coming out of Glasgow, but it's spread out, there's stuff like Swim School and Cameo Habitat coming out of Edinburgh, Plasmas and Dundee. Um, there's like a couple of bands up in like the van sleeping stuff up in Aberdeen, they're starting to kind of do well, it's, it's, it seems to be becoming more of a kind of national thing and I think like I kind of saw or see Summer Nights as an opportunity to not just contain it in Glasgow, get stuff from everywhere because if they can bring a crowd down for Aberdeen in a bus yeah. and play with a couple of Glasgow bands and those Glasgow bands go back up or go and play their first show in Aberdeen, hopefully those folk are going to come out and, well, totally, and like, yeah. that's, what it, that's what it's all about and it's... Um, I think that's something that's been quite I, for me noticeable in the last few years, it seems like all these bands that are on the scene that are, you know, Rascal and the Dunces, etc. They all seem to be giving each other a hand up as yeah. well. It's like, like totally, and, and it's like you, you look at like like the Gallus and stuff as well. That they're all best pals, and they're yeah. all they all just want to play shows with their pals, and like that's what I mean. Like I don't think any of those bands when they were starting were going, 
I'm starting this in, in five years we're playing the bars and I'm taking this heavy series. I think they were all just like, have I want to go and have fun with my pals and it turns out they're all amazing. Like yeah. they're all writing great tunes and um, putting on mental shows and it's just, it's amazing to see. Like It's brilliant, eh? And you, t- you touched on it there, so there's King Tut Summer Nights coming up and Aye. what dates does it kick off? Is it the, putting you on the spot here? Uh, so it's the week after Transmit. Transmit, it's the 13th of July. 13th, 14th, I think 17th or 18th will be the first show, which is Bubba Trees are headlining, um, which is going to be a great one to kick off with. Um, the it lasts for what, 10 days or so? More? Summer night? No, well, it's, it's usually been a couple of weeks, but we decided that this because that wasn't enough work that we were going to do it over two months. Right. Which, uh, no pressure. It's been great though. And I think that it's the fact that we're able to do it. We're doing 27 shows with 104 bands. And every single band is amazing. Like, and the standard is so high. Like, I think it's the best lineup that the festival's ever had. I think that. That's because you've booked it though, eh? Well, I mean. <laughs> nah, like, like and it, not, not even biased, just a bit. Sir, like, me, me and Belty worked on it together, and it's a. Uh, and like the two of us at the end of it we're just kind of we were looking Wasn't at each other like this is like there's so many great bands you've got Man and Moon Joseph who's coming through which Unreal. is just that came sold out in was that a day or first show sold out in a couple of days he sold out Tuts earlier this year before he'd released any music um, is he from he's, or so is he aye, aye. he stays up in Alexander Parade he's proper um, aye, he's, he's the next one I think that's going to go go big right um, How would you describe his music? It's kind of neo, neo soul. It's quite lo-fi. Um, it's kind of Tame Impala meets Amy Winehouse. It's right. it's really really cool, and he's proper on it, like, yeah. and he's like producing, recording, I've written himself. And is he just on stage himself? Is he no, he's got he's got a really really good band. So he's right. get, um, he's kind of formed a band of folk that used to be in other bands. So he's got Tony McVeigh on drums. Who used to be in Sure. Uh, he's got Joe from the Vanties playing bass. He's got Leon on guitar who was in the lapels, and he's got James on the other guitar who plays in Lizzie Reed and Static Union. So like he's, right, okay. he's basically like experienced musicians on the scene. I suppose they're all amazing, like proper, and like the live show is really really good. And they've only played like three four shows, um, and it's just like I'm really excited to see where that goes because I think it's going to go bigger and bigger. Oh, aye. and I think it's going to be amazing and. Joe's so like he's a really really nice guy. Good. Heavy down to earth. Nice people do aye, well, totally. it, so. And like he's just up for having a laugh and like I think that he's another one. I don't think he started writing tunes thinking I'm, I'm going to do it. I think he just started writing tunes and went, this is actually pretty good. Right. And then uh, aye, because I remember like when uh, his two managers sent the first few tracks to Belty and it was one of those like the office just stopped and like Belty was like this is amazing what do you think and the two of us were just like whoa that's brilliant right? it's great and like that that's kind of like it happens on a daily basis like we get sent through so much music all the time not necessarily just from scotland but it's uh so you're saying you might you must get what 400 to 700 emails a day or something or? it just depends like what time of year it is and stuff but it's uh and like not all of those emails contain music uh, or but it, it's and like i like i go home for work and listen to music i listening to music and the way into work it's a total constant you're, you're never going to get fed up with it totally and, and it's one of those ones as well that like I like I used to be engaged in a lot of other things like I was really into politics when I was a bit younger and 
had the realization like six months ago. I was like, I've not thought about anything except for music for the last two years. Like, and like, I've got no idea what's happening outside of the music world, but it's just it totally consumes you. And, um, but there, it's kind of like you says there must be some buzz like when you hear something coming through and you just know. Oh, that's right. special. Like there's nothing better, and it's it's. I think like it can take you by surprise sometimes as well. Like it, you just you're you're not you've not got low expectations when you get a demo sent through and you listen to it. But sometimes it's just like wow, mm -hmm. and like it's and as I say, it's like knowing that that there's a journey ahead for that artist that yeah. you may have a small part in forging is like really really exciting. Yeah. Like, and when you, you you touched on Belty there with the snaps and I suppose. Craig Johnson as well with Lewis. I mean, they've aye. Capaldi. They've been putting Going these shows on for ages, and it must be such a exciting feeling to see aye. somebody that you've worked with for the early stages going on to I don't know, like, make it. It is. It's wild, and like it's it's like being at these like as I touched on earlier, like being at these shows early on in like a place like King Tut's and been like Capaldi did Tut's what eighteen months ago, whatever it was, like, um, and is now. Like <laughs> one of the biggest artists in the United Kingdom, like his albums number one, number one singles for seven weeks, and the best party you've ever heard. Like, <laughs> it's it's, uh, he's, I was loving that Glastonbury walk. Oh, it's brilliant. It's, but it's, it's mad, and it's it's nice to see that. Like, I think that things go through in cycles, and like when like Capaldi was probably the catalyst for what's happening in, in Scotland, that he came out, and everybody down in London was like, "Fuck, what else is happening in Scotland?" Right. Um, and and then, I suppose it'll go through peaks and troughs, won't it? Right. There'll be certain areas like you'll have a Manchester scene or things coming out totally. of London. Or I, I, I don't think I think there's the UK music scene as a whole is really strong just now. But I suppose because we are so close to what's happening here and actively involved in it, like I just and I I, I think that there's a really nice thing that's happening now that I think that all the kids that are at school that are sixteen, seventeen, that are getting into music aren't listening to anything that's not coming out of Glasgow or coming out of Scotland. I think that all their favourite bands are Scottish. like the Vanities and Pleasureheads and Rascal and the Dunts and Aye. Voodoo's and like that's what they're all listening to and um which I think is really exciting. It's class, eh? And it's and I think like that's another thing as well that it's like engaging those kids and making sure that you're not just playing 18 plus shows and that you're doing venues that they can come to and because they're they're the future. They're gonna come watch your band and go, I can do that, I'm gonna start a band and it's, uh, it's galvanising all of that and uh, it's great. And it must be hard for you guys in here as well because it's, it is mainly 18 plus, isn't it? But yeah, I mean, but I, th like I think that we try and do 14 plus shows when we can. It doesn't always make sense to do it and I think that it doesn't necessarily always have to be. But I think there's certain shows that will come through that we'll be like, right, we'll do. That needs to be 14 plus or... Um, and I know, like sometimes you put a fourteen plus show on and there's nobody under thirty in the room. Like aye, aye. it's just it, it just depends what what the demographic is. But I think that it's it's making sure that like hang like that as I say, it's the future of music. So like they've got a place here as much as anybody else does. Yep. Right. So who else is on this billet? Someone might send that we should look out for. Which have the poster in front of me. If you had to pick your highlights, obviously Joseph would be. I think that like genuinely, I don't think there's a bad show. Like. Um, I think the Tamzine show is going to be really good. I think the, the Man and Moon show will be great. I'm really looking forward to the Shred show. Um, Pleasure Heads, obviously, as I've said already. Um, Anna Sweeney's got a really cool thing going on just now. I think that will be good. 
And when, when you're when you're booking for something like this, are you thinking like, I want to get people to come along most nights, or are you thinking that? I think I think like he's doing we, like a pass, don't you, a wristband where you can get into. We we used to do that because we're doing so many shows this year. We didn't think it made any sense because to make it work financially, we'd have to do a ticket for a hundred pound or something. I don't think anybody's going to splash a hundred pound, but um, I think that there's there's just so many exciting bands, and I think like the ones that are headlining are the ones that are. Um, that are a bit further along, but there's like some of the bands that are on undercard. Like there's a band who's Olivia, who I think are really, really great. It's still quite early on for them, but I think within the next couple of years that could be going somewhere. They're supporting Fabric Bear, which will be a really good show. They've got a Fabric Bear of a new single coming out next week, I think, which is really, really, really good. Everything that they're putting out has been really, really consistent, and the lovely boys as well. So um, that should be a good show. The Gala show is going to be amazing. That's um, that's kind of one of the ones I'm most looking forward to as well. That's the second last, third, the third last night now because of the second Joseph show, but the last Friday night, you know, Friday night in here with Gallus and that's crazy, it? It's going to be great. Um, Is that sold out yet? Is it? Gallus, I think that the local bands still have, have some tickets, so um, I reckon that it will sell out. I think that as well, like I, I know we're doing more shows than we've ever done, but I think that hopefully we'll come out with a record number of sellout shows and mm-hmm. hopefully all the bands are going to get something out of it and play to new people and play to busy rooms because that's what it's all about and um, like previously we've always we've done kind of Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday but we've decided just to do Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sundays because oh, really? they're the better nights of the week for yeah. folk coming out and um, hopefully that kind of makes makes the rooms busier and definitely um, Aye, it's just, it's, it's going to be great, like, it's, um, what I can't believe it's only like, like young bands that are coming through on the scene, like. I think the, the thing that frustrates me the most is when I find a band and I go on their Facebook and they've no get any contact details on it. You get that a lot? Oh, all the time. Like, really? Genuinely, like, honestly, probably 60 to 70% of the time I'm looking for, a, a, like, find a band and they've got no contact details and I need to message them on Facebook, it's like, make it easy for people to find you yeah and that's the f- the first thing that i do when i find a new band is i go on their facebook find their contact details and put it into my spreadsheet that like we've got this massive like spreadsheet that's basically get every single local band in scotland on it right um and it's a shame because i don't always have time to I sit and look for it for and I... it's like the one thing that you need to do is make yourself visible, make yourself easy to find. Um, and that seems so simple as well. Oh, it? totally. But uh, and it's like even things like band names. Like if you've got a band name that's like Till, and you type in Till into your into Google, uh, like no, that I don't think there's a band called Till. I'm just using that like just <laughs> like a, an object or something that you're going to have to be in like the 600th page of Google search to find your band. It's like anything that you can do to make yourself more visible, you should be doing. Um, and I think like always like get have something that I can listen to. Yeah. Um there's like loads of bands will like be like, Oh, we sound like this and but I would rather hear it before I before I book them. Yeah. Um not even just because I want to see if it's any good, just so that I know what who else to put them on a bill with or so what shows to up. pitch them for because it's not even just about like putting like local band bills together like I book all the support slots for if we're adding locals to any of our shows like I'm 
like looking for bands that are going to be suitable and that can hopefully go and play play a good show with, with this touring band and um, if I don't know what your band sounds like then I can't really pitch you and like I, like I can't pitch you to an agent and be like this band sounds like this they're really good because the agent's going to want to hear it I suppose for people listening or watching that don't really know what the story with that is like because I think people would some automatically assume like oh there's a band playing the Battlelands next week is it going to be local bands that are supporting but a lot of the time you know agents are bringing their, their own roster with them as well aren't they or yeah but I, I think the Barrowlands, we very seldom will get to put a local support on a Barrowlands show. Or, yeah. like I would always say to bands, like if if you're looking to to start getting supports, then send me go on our website, Gigs in Scotland, go on the King Tut's website, and have a search through. If if you see shows that you'd be like, I'd love to play that show, send me a list of them. Nine times out of ten, I might be like, you're not playing the hydro, like, that's not <laughs> happening. But like anything kind of St Luke's level and below, kind of five, six hundred capacity and below, like. That's kind of where we can pitch you for things, and um, and whether it be your favourite band that are playing in King Tut's, or they're playing at St Luke's, or they're playing at Oramore, or whatever it is, or it's me going to you. This band are going to be really hot in a year. They're playing their first Glasgow show. We'd love to have you on the bill, and hopefully, like you can make that connection. They're going to be in three years' time. They'll be doing the Barras. Yeah. You want to be in amongst this band now, and like that's that's kind of part of what it is as well. It's like getting an early with with these touring acts that are are starting to kind of go on their journey while you're still still building things. And it's I mean the perfect example of that's like the weekend there you had Dylan John Thomas in, who's uh, been supporting Jerry Cinnamon and every day he's done basically Aye. across Europe. And I think like the arena tour is the, the first one he's not been on, like the the Coral are doing that, but. Um, I like and the Dylan show was great and like Belty was raving about it and um just like this little kid that Jerry's taking him under his wing and but he's he's not he's not a mini Jerry Cinnamon, he's his own guy and he's yeah. he's got his own tunes and um that's gonna be a really exciting thing as well because I think that what what Jerry's done is Jerry's given him the opportunity to go out and play in front of two thousand people a night, which folk at Dylan's level don't get. Yep. And, and the experience you'll totally, get and, like, and he's now got a really good team around him and a lot of people are really excited about what he's going to be doing and, and it's definitely it's going to be one to watch over the next couple of years I'm sure he's going to absolutely smash it it's brilliant so it's just to, to round off we'll hopefully catch up with some bands that are going to be on summer nights after this uh, but what's the best gig you've seen in here hard question because eh? I'd imagine you see gigs nearly every night of the week <sighs> but it's the best show I've ever seen in Tuts What's the worst show? Is that, is that easy to answer? No. I should have thought about this. You should have told me this one in advance. Uh-huh. Um, Are there any nights? I think like some of the, the ones that will kind of stick out in my head. Sam Fender did a show in here last year, which was amazing. And he's now um, opening Transmit, isn't he? Is he? Aye. He's aye. Doing, he did the King Tut stage last year at Transmit. Um, the, killer, the best show I've seen in here was The Killers actually last year, that was amazing. Aye. Seeing The Killers in here was just... It's like, almost like something wild, isn't it? Totally, like, we had Lily, Lily Allen in last year as well, which was really, really good. Um, there's a band from Australia called The Teske Brothers, who I love, who they've played in here a couple of times in the last the last year, and both those shows have just been absolutely amazing. The first show they came, and it was just them, and then the second time they came with a brass section, and that's kind of... It's like Marvin Gaye, they're proper amazing. Like these hillbilly guys from Australia, they right. just sing this beautiful soul music and it, it was really, 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 really Doesn't good. Doesn't fit the image almost. No, but it's, uh, and they're lovely guys as well and 
they were really, really excited. The first time they played, it didn't quite sell out, and they came back and it was sold out, and they were really excited. And we do a thing in Tuts that when you, you sell out Tuts, you get a bottle of whiskey, and it's King Tuts branded whiskey. Yeah, and it's um, actually in the, the last podcast we done, I had one of the professor on. Oh, aye. They were saying they didn't get a bottle of whiskey when they sold it out. Aye, they didn't sell it in advance. Ah, that's a good answer. Because they, they were, they were oh, that, that'll be next for them, though. They'll, they'll, they'll get them back in and they will sell it in advance. And, it's, and it'll make it a bit more special as well. See, when you can have that sold out poster three weeks before you're playing a show and be like, yep. we've sold this out. It's a, bit, it's a bit more of a statement and it makes it all a bit more special. And We'll go back to them and let them with their, their whiskeys on it for you next time, <laughs> next time they sell it. Yeah, I hope so. They're another band that are going to do really well. Like, um, they, they were on New Year's Revolution. So it was a sold out show eventually, but like amazing. Like oh, hilarious boys as well, to be yeah. fair, but Johnny's voice is unreal, you know. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, aye. And I suppose one other thing, I mean you've said there's been so many amazing bands, but I suppose people almost think you get bands with big egos as well. Do you ever get any hassle in here or anything that throws mm. you off or? Nah, like I think that I'm sure there have been difficult circumstances. We've got a really good team in here that um they're really good at working with people and they're people, people, people. They're people, people, people. And like the guy, John Paul, who uh, he kind of does all the advances in here and he's kind of one of the head reps. He's, uh, you can ask him a question and get a three hour long answer. He's just, he'll talk to you. He's a decent guy. Lovely guy and um, he's got a story for everything. And um, it's just like, it's, around, it's making sure you've got the right people on the right shows. Like if you know that, there's an artist going to come in that could maybe be suited to one of the reps you've got. You're going to make sure that rep's on the show. And, right. Um, I like we don't really have, have many many issues. Like I think that nine times out of ten, folk that are coming in here are coming in to have a good Enjoy night. Themselves, and, right. Like as I say, they're they're going to be coming in really excited that they're playing in King Tuts, and That's it. it's uh, aye, it's that's what it's all about. Nice one. Well, thank you very much for your well, time. Thank you very for having much me. appreciated, and look forward to summer nights aye, and transmit. Top man. Nice one. Cheers, man. Thanks very much to everybody that's tuned into this episode of the DW Podcast. Um, make sure you like and subscribe. Cheers. Cheers.